Grand Rising, my friends. This is Cam. Welcome back to another episode of This Might Be Helpful. I want to begin today's episode by reminding you that you're okay. That you are okay. That it is okay that you will be okay. This statement keeps coming back to me. It's circulating in my field. It's circulating in the field. I feel that it is a a message, a reminder that the collective needs right now. collective needs to know that you are okay, that you are seen, that you are heard even when you don't speak, that you are loved, that you are love. Love can be the space in which this experience occurs. Love doesn't get rid of pain, but it can enfold pain. Love can be the space in which pain occurs. And when pain occurs within love, it becomes something sacred becomes a teacher, becomes a guide. And this guide is in you. These answers you seek are within you already. That which you are searching for is that which is searching. And if I could hold a mirror up to you right now, I would, so that you could see. So that you could see yourself as I see you, as I see myself. Is this what we are here for? To confirm our own existence through the eyes of each other, because underneath the layers of individuality and uniqueness and complexity, underneath the unique expression that is you, there just is. What is the stage upon which you dance? It's when the thoughts go quiet. You are still there. 
hearing the thoughts. You are the space in which these thoughts occur, sensation and stimulation, information and data, the raw experience of reality occurs within you. And you are not alone. I mean, in a way, we actually are alone. But we're alone in unity, in union. We are alone in our connectedness, in our singularity. Yesterday, when I was leading a meditation class at Wild Heart Yoga Tribe in Cairns, it began peaceful, and then a jackhammer started going off right next door, and this jackhammer was so abrasive on the nervous system. It was so loud. It was reverberating the windows. It was reverberating in my body. And you can't control these things. Where is your control in that moment? But how you respond. Now this noise was too loud to simply ignore to not acknowledge it that would have left all of the students in class the responsibility of trying to deny it because if i am denying it then they will take that responsibility on themselves but if i acknowledge it i give them permission to acknowledge it and let it go too and so in this moment, we think, how can I turn this into meditation? How can I turn life into meditation? Because we can't wait for the conditions of life to be peaceful in order to be at peace. Peace is not something you have. It is something you are. It is something you become. And so we choose our response to these apparent intrusions and disruptions. And in that response, we can decide that they are not intrusive, that they are not disruptive. And so we become peaceful by allowing these phenomena of reality to emerge into a space of neutrality where there is no resistance to that noise. There is no entitlement to quiet. And the world can be very loud. So it is up to us to be quiet, to be peaceful, to be love. There are two modes of thinking, two modes of perception in this circumstance, and 
This is spoken about in Buddhism. The having mode of perception and the being mode of perception. The having mode is central to ego. It is the acquisition of things, the holding onto things, the attachment to their presence or their absence. We want to have wealth. We want to have love in our lives. We want to have community. We want to have freedom. But these are not things that are had. They are not things to be owned, to be grasped, to be clung to. These are things to be and to become. And so over time we train ourselves to let go of the concept of having. I don't have enough time. Time is not something you have. It is something you experience. I don't have the love. Love is something to be, to express. I don't have what it takes. What does it take? What is it that you think you must have in order to be? Because ultimately we want to be happy. We want to be free. We want to be ourselves. We do not have ourselves. It is not something that we can have because the self is dynamic. It is a vessel that helps us to navigate different states of consciousness and those different states of consciousness bring rise. They call forth these divergent aspects of self. To be who you are is to be where you are, as you are. For if we try to grasp the self, if we try to grasp authenticity and truth, we are attempting to grasp what was a moment ago because the moment we try and capture it through words, we are capturing what was. For the moment we try and describe this moment, that moment has passed and we are in a new one. So to be you is just to be where and what you are now. In this state, you become free. You become disentangled from the familiar past or predictions of the future. You become that which is the purity of this moment. And by purity, I don't mean empty. I don't mean washed clean of any stress or pain or discomfort or sensation. I mean purity of perception because that leads to purity of experience. An experience truthful and immense purity of experience guided by 
a fluidity of attention. Attention riding each moment, just as understanding rides the back of each word we express and we come to find our own answers through their emergence. You don't have to know what you're trying to say before it's said. You don't have to know how it's going to work out before it does. These are not things that are your responsibility. The ego grasps and clings. It wants to know. It wants to control. But at this point, it's about surrendering. Surrender to what is already happening for you. When you stop trying to control, you stop trying to figure everything out, that is where you step into true power, into true co-creation with the universe. The universe is constantly showing synchronicities, it's nudging you, always showing you the next step in the path. And there is a balance between discipline and surrender, and it takes discipline to surrender, and it takes surrender to be disciplined. And when I say disciplined, I don't mean the conventional symbology of that word that we associate with early mornings and flogging yourself at a gym, although there's nothing wrong with that. Early mornings are the best and you should move your body. But discipline it's discipline of the self. It's discipline with your commitment, with your devotion to surrender. It's discipline in faith and trust. If you are worrying, you have forgotten to surrender. You have forgotten that you are an inseparable component of this universe, a universe that is conspiring for you, a universe where all of the conditions exist to support your fullest emergence and expression in this life, your higher mind knows, your ego, your ego's selves, they are here to manage what is in the now. At this point, I have completely surrendered. Because I trust the universe. I trust source. I trust this faith. And now I see the synchronicities. And they're so glaringly obvious. 
so apparent that it's funny that I could have possibly thought that it was my responsibility to figure this all out. We step back and we surrender and we trust and we decide to see the synchronicities. We decide to see how it's working out. We decide to see that the path emerges step by step and the conditions arise to support those steps. There is no force needed. This isn't hard work. It's loving work. It's service. Universe, please guide me into my greatest service. Allow me to see what will be, and I will endeavor to carry out this mission. Surrender, and you'll be okay. Because surrendering takes away the story that you aren't okay. The idea that you're not okay is a belief, and there is a cost to that belief that does not have the return you're searching for. Because trusting that you are okay returns you to yourself, and when you see yourself, when you see yourself, you get to become fully what you are. That is your act of service. It's dynamic, it changes, it doesn't stay the same. So stop expecting it to. We talk about how we've been lazy lately and I just would love to be back with the fitness that I had six months ago, a year ago. There is no going back. There is no back. There is only what is and what will be. There is only what will be and what is now. And that's okay. I see you. I hear you. I love you. And I'll talk to you next time.